0: Le'olam va'ed. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, June 29th. Torah was meant to be lived out in community and in the context of relationships. A very effective way to study the Bible is in a small group doing a midrash or discussion. This helps you to go deeper into the Word as you take time to reflect on it, make connections from one scripture to another, and apply the scriptures to your personal walk. We have added a new feature on the Daily Audio Torah website. If you are involved in a small group Bible study or would like to start one, we can help you. We have added discussion questions for you to use when your group gathers. We will post discussion questions for every Shabbat reading, and they will be posted on the website a week in advance so you have time to read and prepare ahead of time. We have also posted guidelines for leaders and facilitators to help you grow your small group in a healthy way. Just go to the new pick on the menu, Discussion Questions, and you will find everything you need there to nurture and grow your small group. We also offer coaching support. If you need help or have questions, see the guidelines for leaders for details. Have fun learning and growing in God's Word together in your small group. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. Hukat and it means ordinance of and also Balak Numbers twenty three one to thirty. Balaam said to Balak, Build me seven altars here and have seven bulls and seven rams ready here for me. Balak did as Balaam directed, and Balak and Balaam offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, Stay here beside your offerings while I am gone. Perhaps Hashem will grant me a manifestation, and whatever he reveals to me I will tell you. And he went off alone. Hashem manifested himself to Balaam, who said to him, I have set up the seven altars, and offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. And HaShem put a word in Balaam's mouth, and said, Return to Balak, and speak thus. So he returned to him, and found him standing beside his offerings, and all of the Moabite dignitaries with him. He took up his theme, and said, From Aram has Balak brought me, Moab's king from the hills of the east. Come, curse me, Jacob. Come, tell Israel's doom. How can I damn whom HaShem has not cursed? and?" How doom when Hashem has not doomed! As I see them from the mountain tops, Gaze on them from the heights, There is a people that dwells apart, Not reckoned among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob, Number the dust cloud of Israel? May I die the death of the upright, May my fate be like theirs. Then Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? Here I brought you to curse my enemies, and instead you have blessed them. He replied, I can only repeat faithfully what Hashem puts in my mouth. Then Balak said to him, Come with me to another place from which you can see them. You will see only a portion of them. You will not see all of them, and curse them for me from there. With that he took them to Sed Sovim on the summit of Pisgah, He built seven altars, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. And Balaam said to Balak, Stay here beside your offerings while I seek a manifestation yonder. HaShem manifested himself to Balaam and put a word in his mouth, saying, Return to Balak and speak thus. He went to him and found him standing beside his offerings, and the Moabite dignitaries with him. Balak asked him, What did HaShem say? And he took him up on his theme and said, Up, Balak, attend, give ear to me, son of Zippor. Hashem is not a man to be capricious or mortal to change his mind. Would he speak and not act, promise and not fulfil? My message was to bless. When he blesses, I cannot reverse it. No harm is in sight for Jacob, no woe in view for Israel. Hashem, their God, is with them, and their king's acclaim. In their midst. Hashem who freed them from Egypt is for them like the horns of the wild ox. Lo! there is no augury in Jacob, no divining in Israel. Jacob is told at once, yea, Israel, what Hashem has planned. Lo! a people that rises like a lion, leaps up like the king of beasts, rests not till it has feasted on prey and drunk the blood of the slain. Thereupon Balak said to Balaam, Don't curse them and don't bless them. In reply, Balaam said to Balak, But I told you, whatever Hashem says, that I must do. Then Balak said to Balaam, Come now, I will take you to another place. Perhaps Hashem will deem it right that you curse them for me there. Balak took Balaam to the peak of Peor, which overlooks the wasteland. Balaam said to Balak. Build me here seven altars and have seven bulls and seven rams ready for me here. Balak did as Balaam did. He offered up a bull and a ram on each altar. 2 Kings 15, 1-16, 20 In the 27th year of King Jeroboam of Israel, Azariah king of Amatsiah of Yehuda became king. He was 16 years old when he became king and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecheliah of Jerusalem. He did what was pleasing to HaShem just as his father Amatsiah had done. However, the shrines were not removed. The people continued to sacrifice and make offerings at the shrines. HaShem struck the king with the plague and he was a leper until the day of his death. He lived in isolated quarters while Jotham, the king's son, was in charge of the palace and governed the people of the land. The other events of Azariah's reign and all his actions are recorded in the annals of the kings of Yehudah. Azariah slept with his fathers, and he was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His son Jotham succeeded him as king. In the thirty-eighth year of King Azariah of Yehudah, Zechariah, son of Jeroboam, became king over Israel in Shomron for six months. He did what was displeasing to HaShem, as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins which Jeroboam, son of Nebat, had caused Israel to commit. Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspired against him and struck him down before the people and killed him and succeeded him as king. The other events of Zachariah's reign are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. This was in accordance with the word that Hashem had spoken to Jehu. Four generations of your descendants shall occupy the throne of Israel. And so it came about. Shalom, son of Jabesh, became king in the 39th year of King Uzziah of Yehuda, and he reigned in Shomron one month. Then Menachem son of Gadi set out from Terzah and came to Shomron. He attacked Shalum, son of Jabesh in Shomron and killed him, and he succeeded him as king. The other events of Shalom's reign and the conspiracy that he formed are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. At that time, marching from Terzah, Menachem subdued Tipsa and all who were in it, and its territory, and because it did not surrender, he massacred its people and ripped open all its pregnant women. In the thirty-ninth year of King Azariah of Yehuda, Menachem, son of Gadi, became king over Israel and Shomron for ten years. He did what was displeasing to Hashem. Throughout his days he did not depart from the sins which Jeroboam son of Nebat had caused Israel to commit. King Pul of Assyria invaded the land, and Menachem gave Pul a thousand kikarim of silver that he might support him and strengthen his hold on the kingdom. Menachem exacted the money from Israel. Every man of means had to pay fifty shekels of silver for the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria withdrew and did not remain in the land. The other events of Menachem's reign and all his actions are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. Menachem slept with his fathers, and his son Pecaiah succeeded him as king. In the 50th year of King Azariah of Yehudah, Pecaya son of Menachem became king over Israel in Shomron for two years. He did what was displeasing to HaShem. He did not depart from the sins which Jeroboam son of Nebat had caused Israel to commit. His aide, Pekah son of Remaliah, conspired against him and struck him down in the royal palace in Shomron. With him were fifty Giladites, with men from Argob and Aria, and he killed him and succeeded him as king. The other events of Pekoya's reign and all his actions are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of King Azariah of Yehuda, Pekah son of Ramaliah became king over Israel and Shomron for twenty years. He did what was displeasing to Hashem. He did not depart from the sins which Jeroboam son of Nebat had caused Israel to commit. In the days of King Pekah of Israel, King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria came and captured Ejon, abel Maacah, Janoah, Kedesh, Hazor, Gilead, Galilee, the entire region of Naphtali, and he deported the inhabitants to Assyria. Hosea son of Ila conspired against Pekah son of Remaliah, attacked him, and killed him. He succeeded him as king in the twentieth year of Jotham son of Uzziah. The other events of Pekah's reign and all his actions are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. In the second year of King Pekah, son of Ramaliah of Israel, Jotham, son of King Uzziah of Yehudah, became king. He was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, daughter of Zadok. He did what was pleasing to Hashem just as his father Uziahu had done. However, the shrines were not removed. The people continued to sacrifice and make offerings at the shrines. It was he who built the upper gate of the house of Hashem. The other events of Jotham's reign and all his actions are recorded in the annals of the kings of Yehuda. In those days, Hashem began to incite King Rezin of Aram and Pekah son of Ramaliah against Yehudah. Jotham slept with his fathers, and he was buried with his fathers in the city of his ancestor David. His son Achaz succeeded him as king. In the seventeenth year of Pekah, son of Ramaliah, Achaz, son of King Jotham of Yehudah, became king. Achaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. He did not do what was pleasing to HaShem his God as his ancestor David had done, but followed the ways of the kings of Israel. He even consigned his son to the fire in the abhorrent fashion of the nations which HaShem had dispossessed before the Israelites. He sacrificed and made offerings at the shrines, on the hills, and under every leafy tree. Then. King Rezin of Aram and King Pekah, son of Remaliah of Israel, advanced on Jerusalem for battle. They besieged Ahab, but could not overcome him. At that time, King Rezin of Aram recovered a lot for Aram. He drove out the Judites from a lot, and Edomites came to a lot and settled there, as is still the case. Ahaz sent messengers to King Tiglath Pileser of Assyria to say, I am your servant and your son. Come and deliver me from the hands of the king of Aram and from the hands of the king of Israel who are attacking me. Ahaz took the gold and silver that were on hand in the house of Hashem and in the treasuries of the royal palace and sent them as a gift to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria responded to his request. The king of Assyria marched against Damascus and captured it. He deported its inhabitants to Ker and put resin to death. When King Ahaz went to Damascus to greet King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria, he saw the altar in Damascus. King Ahaz sent the Kohen Uriah to sketch a sketch of the altar and a detailed plan of its construction. The Kohen Uriah did, just as King Ahaz had instructed him from Damascus. The Kohan Uriah built the altar before King Ahaz returned from Damascus. When the king returned from Damascus, and when the king saw the altar, the king drew near the altar, ascended it, and offered his burnt offering and meal offering. He poured his libation, and he dashed the blood of his offering of well-being against the altar. As for the bronze altar which had been before Hashem, he moved it from its place in front of the temple, Between the new altar and the house of Hashem, and placed it on the north side of the new altar. And King Ahaz commanded the Kohen Uriah On the great altar you shall offer the morning burnt offering, and the evening meal offering, and the king's burnt offering and his meal offering, with the burnt offerings of all the people of the land, their meal offerings and their libations. And against it you shall dash the blood of all the burnt offerings and all the blood of the sacrifices and I will decide about the bronze altar. Uriah did just as King Ahaz commanded. King Ahaz cut off the insets, the labor stands, and removed the labors from them. He also removed the tank from the bronze oxen that supported it and set it on a stone pavement on account of the king of Assyria. He also extended to the house of Hashem the Shabbat passage that had been built in the palace and the king's outer entrance. The other events of Ahaz's reign and his actions are recorded in the annals of the kings of Yehudah. So Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His son Hezekiah succeeded him as king. Acts 19.13-41 Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits, the name of the Lord Yeshua, saying, We adjure you by Yeshua whom Paul preaches. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and a chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Yeshua I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus, and fear fell on them all, and the name of the Lord Yeshua was magnified. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. Many of them also, which used curious arts, brought their books together and burned them before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. After these things were ended, Paul purposed in the Spirit, when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia, to go to Jerusalem, saying, After I have been there, I must also see Rome. So he sent into Macedonia two of them that ministered to him, Timotheus and Erastus. But he himself stayed in Asia for a season, and at the same time there arose no small stir about that way. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana, brought no small gain to the craftsmen, whom he called together with the workmen of like occupation, and said, Sirs, you know that by this craft we have our wealth. Moreover, you see and hear, that not alone at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, This Paul has persuaded and turned away much people, saying that they be no gods which are made with hands, so that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised, and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worships. And when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath, and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And the whole city was filled with confusion. And having caught Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, they rushed with one accord into the theater. And when Paul would have entered in unto the people, the disciples suffered him not. And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent to him, desiring him that he would not adventure himself into the theatre. Some, therefore, cried one thing and some another, for the assembly was confused, and the more part knew not wherefore they were come together. And they drew Alexander out of the multitude, the Jews putting him forward, and Alexander beckoned with the hand, and would have made his defence unto the people. But when they knew that he was a Jew, all with one voice, about the space of two hours, cried out, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And when the town clerk had appeased the people, he said, You men of Ephesus, what man is there that knows not how that the city of the Ephesians is a worshipper of the great goddess Diana, and of the image which fell down from Jupiter? seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against you ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly for you have brought hither these men which are neither robbers of churches nor yet blasphemers of your goddess wherefore if demetrius and the craftsmen which are with him have a matter against any man the law is open and there are deputies let them implead one another But if you inquire anything concerning other matters, it shall be determined in a lawful assembly. For we are in danger to be called in question for this day's uproar, there being no cause whereby we may give an account of this concourse. And when he had thus spoken, he dismissed the assembly. Psalm 147, 1-20 Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. The Lord does build up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the broken in heart, and binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the stars. He calls them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and of great power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the meek. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the heart unto our God, who covers the heaven with clouds, who prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow upon the mountains. He gives to the beast his food, and to the young ravens which cry. He delights not in the strength of the horse. He takes not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord takes pleasure in them that fear him, and those that hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He makes peace in your borders and fills you with the finest of the wheat. He sends forth his commandment upon earth. His word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the hoarfrost like ashes. He casts forth his ice like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. He shows his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He has not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known him. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs 18, 4 and 5 The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked to overthrow the righteous in judgment. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, We Will Go Home, sung by the Exodus Road Band. Adonai do na yeah, yeah. Adonai vi hesh Isa Adonai, Naav leka, Vayeshev leka, leka.